Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you very much for joining us. This is year three of the Fumble Podcast with myself, Vernon Kay, and the main man, Mr. Darren Fletcher. The NFL celebrates 100 years. Darren, it's been an awesome summer. The last time I saw you, we put out that now famous picture on Instagram, on Twitter, of yourself, me, Dave Brailsford, Gareth Southgate, <laughs> Moisey, Martinez. We were outside the city of Atlanta, we were outside the stadium, we were enjoying the Super Bowl. It was an awesome, awesome, awesome end to that season. We now continue, we kick on, it's 2019. Darren, what a season we have ahead of us. Oh, I can't wait. And just going back to that picture, it went viral, didn't it? It was everywhere. It the really did. The picked it up and it, it was, I don't think people knew what to make of it because it was such a bizarre collection of characters. It was an eclectic collection of characters, and <laughs> it it, it, it's it now become a tradition. That's the second year that uh, that group of people have managed to hang out at the Super Bowl. And basically, all those guys, all those professional sportsmen, they all go to the Leaders of Sport Conference, which is pretty much all the leaders of sport, coaches, managers, CEOs, the, the owners, or everyone who makes a difference to any sporting team, any sporting organisation. They all go to this Leaders of Sport Conference, and we just happen to be in the same hotel as those cast of characters yes we were and some nfl alumni were there too you know you mentioned there that it's 100 years of the nfl that the centenary year of the of the league um no real surprise with that but i'm really surprised that we managed to get to year three i've got to be honest um this started off as a bit of fun with us and here we are flying into year three can't wait massive season the big question bearing in mind we can't well people can't see us at this stage one question I have to ask you right at the top of the podcast before we get into any nitty gritty. Um, what are you wearing today? What are oh, you wearing? Darren. Tell everybody what you're wearing. Come on. Well, I'm I'm wearing uh, a little silk negligee, which I know you <laughs> like to uh, you like to uh, you like me to wear for it. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Joking aside, yes. uh, I am wearing because it's the centenary of the NFL because it's a hundred years of the National Football League. It's a big year for them, and our third year. It's a big year for us. So I thought that I would come out. In a Mitchell and Ness, 1985 Walter Payton replica jersey. Is it the blue one or the white one? It's the blue one with the orange trim around the white letters with Payton written on the back. And do you know what? I didn't realise at the time. I have the white one, Vern. I've got the white one. Well, I, I, yeah, because the they, they, white one. they very rarely wore the blue one. The white one seemed to be more popular that season, but... The, the, the thing that I didn't realise about this jersey is it's actually lined, so it's not actually a game jersey. It's an actual lined T-shirt, but the replicas that Mitchell and Ness do are absolutely Brilliant. awesome. Yeah. I mean, well, you spent we... a lot of money in Atlanta <laughs> on merch. Sorry, on garbage. Um, <laughs> I, did. I did. i tell you what I did as well, because I bought some when I was with you, but I'd, I'd already um, ordered some online because they got a couple of nice jackets. I didn't think that it would come in my size. And then when it turned up, it's the worst jacket that I've ever seen. It's oh. it's too big for me for a start, and I couldn't send it back. 
So I've got this jacket that I can't wear that basically looks like it's made out of silver foil with a Rams badge on it. It's it's awful. I remember that. Of, I thought you yeah, bought that in the stadium. No, I, no, I didn't know. I bought the, uh, the the short-sleeved workout hoodie, if you remember That's right. rightly. Because yeah. you, you said to me, you can buy that if you think you can carry it on. <laughs> <laughs> and at that, at that stage, that was the last thing on my mind. So what I might actually do with this jacket, over the course of the, se- of the, of the, of the, uh, the season, I might, I might find a really good competition and give it away because I'm never going to wear it. It's, it's atrocious. That's a it's, good idea. Well, I'll tell you what, here's a, here's yeah. a question for you. It's first 25 question. years too late for me, my friend. 25 <laughs> years too late for me. First question of the brand new season from me to you. The NFL celebrates 100 years, Darren. We know we love merchandise. We love memorabilia. We love anything with a retrospective look on the game. The NFL is celebrating 100 years and they're doing it in style. There's that famous advert that was at the halftime interval uh, of the Super Bowl between the Pats and the Rams in the stadium where I think, correct me if I'm wrong, someone throws a ball to beast mode, Marshawn Lynch. He drops it, believe it or not, and then the ball just goes around this room, this banquet hall of NFL alumni, the greats, the legends. Jim Brown is in there, Manning's in there, Jerry Wright is in there. They're all in there. Lawrence Taylor's in there. Uh, if there's one piece of NFL merchandise, if there's one piece of NFL memorabilia over that 100-year span of the NFL that you could get your hands on for free, what would it be? Oh, that's a great question. I'm trying to think of the iconic images. <clears throat> think, what could you get your hands on? I suppose that the, the, the full-length mink coat that Joe Namath had would be something you could get your hands on. But, you know, for me, it's not something that's, like, really iconic, but it's kind of iconic for me. My first season was 85, the Bears, and it was the whole Fridge, Peyton, McMahon phenomenon. I think I'd like to have the original Roselle headband that McMahon wore in... Nice. In the NFC Championship game against the Rams, I think he first wore it. Then obviously he did it again in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. I'd like the original. Roselle, Jim McMahon headband. That is quality. I wonder if that's in the Hall of Fame. It's got to be. Should they be. Must, they must should have, be. They must have bits and pieces like that. I've never been to Camp Nou. Yeah. I've never been to the Hall of Fame. It's, we it's should go. You know, I thought list. about this. I thought about this, right? I thought during the course of the season, because we have got one or two potential moves afoot with regards to the Fumble NFL podcast. With you and I. And I think if we could work a road trip this year, I think we should go and do a podcast at the Hall of Fame. That is a good show. And look at the teams that are around there as well. You've got Baltimore, yeah. Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Cincinnati. There's Cincinnati. There's quite a few that we could pop in, go and catch a game. Or even yeah. just go and watch. I mean, we're such football nerds. I'd just rather, I could just go and watch practice. Or just yeah. literally get the uh, the dirty laundry off the players and put it in one of those big laundry bins. I, I, you know what I mean? Just to be around an NFL team, to be in an NFL practice facility, is such a great thrill. Even now, oh Simon's here. I, this is Simon. We should introduce him. Uh, Ep one, Darren. Simon's in the house already, handing me notes. <laughs> I'm glad Simon's handing you something because he went to Chicago to make a film, which he included you in and didn't include me. So that's just been drawn to my attention today. But well, he also bought over there for me. A Chicago Bears cap, but I've never seen it. So I wonder whether he brought it there today. Any any sign of anything like that? Well, let me ask him, Simon. Did you get Darren the cap that you promised yes, him? Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. He did. He did. Darren, well, where, you're all where, right. Where, where is it? Where Where is it? It's in my uh, loft. It's in his loft. It's, <laughs> it's, it's in the post. <laughs> so basically, yeah. he's passed me a note. He's made a documentary about the '85 Bears because he the has. Chicago Bears are coming. Uh, oh, coffee's arrived as well. You know, you we go. pick up where we left off, Darren. Thank you very much, yeah, my friend. Yeah, absolutely welcome. Appreciate that. Uh, we mentioned the 85 Bears, Darren, and I think the 85 Bears for you and I are, are, are one of the most iconic teams, one of the most iconic seasons, because that's how we, that's what got us into the NFL. And those iconic images, Walter Payton, Jim McMahon, the fridge, Mike Ditka, that amazing Monsters of the Midway, Midway, can't even say it, Monsters of the Midway defence. <laughs> Uh, so he's made a documentary. It's called Chasing Greatness, the Chicago Bears. It's on Game Pass. It's exclusive to Game Pass, starring Otis Wilson, Mitchell Trubitsky, and yours truly, Darren. Yeah, this yours is, truly. It's interesting, Vern, because this is the same Simon who, in preparation for his Chicago Bears documentary, said, oh, just just give us any any info. So I, I, did, I did most of his prep for him. And then over he goes, does the, does the piece... And then puts you in the film and not me. I mean, listen, 
I can take the subliminal message. <laughs> I can see what he's doing here. I'm being gradually well. I think decide, Darren, what it team. is, what it is, what it is, Darren, is ever since you went hand in hand to uh, Green Bear together, ever since you sat hand in hand, literally with you on his lap at Lambeau Field, uh, and you changed your colours. From a Bears fan to a Packers fan, I don't think he genuinely uh, believes that you've got it in you to be a, an actual genuine Packers fan. That's what it is, Simon, uh, yeah. Darren. So I think there's a little bit of beef there, as they would say. Potentially, potentially. But, but uh, you know, I'm not going to mention it again. Maybe once an episode. I'm not going to mention it again. Uh, so we've plugged this documentary, which is great. I, 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 do you know what I'm going to say, Darren? Those iconic NFL seasons... In the late 80s, early 90s, where San Francisco played at Candlestick Park and the Cleveland Browns played at the stadium with the Dog Pound, which was an old baseball field, which was Mun- Rockard. Municipal Stadium. Municipal Stadium, yeah. I would love one seat. And the Redskins seat. were at RFK. That's right. If you remember. Yeah. yeah. They used and to bounce. That's the right. The stands used to bounce. Yeah. When, I would love one seat from there, from Cleveland, a seat from San Francisco, a seat from the original... Soldier Field and a seat from the original RFK because those teams during that period were the ones for me that made football great. You had the hard-hitting 49ers with Ronnie Lott at the back. You had the Bears and their monster defence. You had the Cleveland Browns with the iconic Bernie Kosar and the most ridiculous throwing action I think we've ever seen in the NFL from a starting quarterback. Um, you had the Washington Redskins with the Hogs, that amazing offensive line. And then... Uh, Doug Williams, the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Those were iconic teams, iconic visions, you know, iconic photographs, which you mentioned earlier on, uh, which is what this great game is built on. I think that is what I like, because if you think about those seats, so many people have been and watched so many games in those seats and enjoyed the spectacle of those great games. So that's what I would take. So let's bring it to the present day then, because obviously it is going to be a season full of nostalgia. And I can't wait to see some of the special things they've got planned during the course of, of this 100-year celebration for the NFL. Um, what are you looking forward to most about the, the new season? And we'll do that. We'll, we'll whack the predictions out in a minute as well, because okay. I think we, 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 should, we could shift that nice and early and have a bit of a chat about this, this Bears-Packers game that's going to kick it off. But if there's, if there's one or two things that you're really looking forward to, at the start of the season that you that you want to see or that you're expected to see or you'd like to see? What would it be? Well, there's obviously the obvious. And you and I, we both listen to other people's podcasts. We read various uh, American online content articles and we get our information from here, there and everywhere. So there's the obvious. The obvious one for me at the moment is what's going to happen with the Giants and Eli Manning. The next one is the Cardinals and their quarterback situation. They got rid of Josh Rosen. He's gone to Miami, and they drafted Kyler Murray, so all quarterback change there. But the one thing for me, Darren, is, as you know, I'm a defensive guy. I want to see how, after the debacle of the Rams-Saints game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, with that hideous pass interference call, I want to see how all the negotiation that has gone on between head coaches, the protest, uh, you could call it, with the New Orleans Saints protesting about that call, that decision... I want to see how the new pass interference laws come into play and how easy or how difficult they're going to be to manage. And is that going to affect the offensive performance uh, for quarterbacks and receivers in a positive way? Defenders now have got one heck of a job to do because they've got to be so careful on how, where, when and why they put their hands on a wide receiver. So that for me is the big story that going into this season. So I'm, I'm with you on the Kyler Murray thing because he's so different to pretty much any quarterback we've seen. Um, they've got a brand new coach, no NFL experience, but knows Kyler Murray. So I'm really interested to see how he does in the NFL. And I think if he's a success, that it could be one of those fork in the road moments where quarterbacks start to look different and play different. So I think that's that's key. If he If he turns up in the NFL and he can't do it, then I think it stays more orthodox. A couple of other bits I'm really looking forward to. I look at this New England Patriots team this year, and we say it every year. (laughs) 
But I don't know who Tom Brady's going to throw the ball to. I, I genuinely don't. So I know they can run the ball. I know they're going to play decent defense. I know they've got an offensive line that is above average. It's probably not as good as it was last year because they've lost the center. But I just don't know where he throws the ball. I, I, you take Gronkowski out of the offense. What does that do to Brady? They signed, uh, they drafted Nikhil Harry, the, the, the wide receiver. He's on IR. They've got Demarius Thomas, but he's not really healthy. He's been released and re-signed. They've got Josh Gordon, but we don't know what Josh Gordon's going to be like this time. I think it's, 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 a real, it's a real interesting situation for Brady, the one he inherits this year. We know they can run it. James White, Sony Michelle. Have they got enough of a passing offense to be the gold standard in the AFC again? And the other thing is, a lot of people are saying Patrick Mahomes... I, I, I read some crazy stuff last week where the, the, the suggestion was made that he actually peaked last year, that we'd seen the best of Pat Mahomes last year, which I don't know if anybody realises who was writing this garbage. That's his first year as a starter. Yeah. Right? Second year in the league, <laughs> first year as a starter. They're asking whether he's peaked. I think there's more to come. If you look at the Kansas City team this year, they've got three wide receivers now, um, one they drafted plus Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill, all run the 40-yard dash in less than 4.3 seconds. They've got Travis Kelsey as well. They're deep at running back. I think the Chiefs will be even better this year. And by following that rule, I think Mahomes will have a better year this year than he had last year. So oh I think we're in for God. an absolute treat with the Kansas City oh Chiefs and Patrick God. Mahomes. Yeah, and I can't wait to see it. He, he's the player for me at the moment. If you said, right, there's, there's a ticket. Which player do you want to go and see live? I'd say him. Yeah, he's, he's a very, very special him. talent. And like you were saying about Kyler Murray earlier on, he is one of those players that's come in and been a real game changer. He's yeah. he's made um, general managers say, whoa, 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 hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Can we go back and look at our notes of what we made of that quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, please? Because somewhere along the line, we missed something. Can we go back to our analytical team? Can we go through all the algorithms that we devised, that we have in our system, that said, do not draft Patrick Mahomes. Do not go for Patrick Mahomes. Because like you say about Kyla uh, Murray, he did exactly the same. I mean, that no-look pass that he threw against the Ravens was a joke. Crazy. Ab absolute joke. The, the, talent, the talent level is off the charts. And, 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 you know, He's got I, a Scud I, missile as a right arm, Darren. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I, I just can't wait to see what he's like in his third year in the league, year two as a starter, because I just think Andy Reid will have... He's great at going away in the off-season and, and designing more plays, tweaking his offence. I think we're going to see a real special season from, from Patrick Mahomes. So and Also, Darren, just quickly before you move on, it will be interesting to see how, now that Patrick Mahomes is a leader in the team, yeah. now that his teammates have confidence in him... Now that his teammates kind of say, oh, can Patrick do that? Is that okay to call that play? Now that there's um, confidence instilled in the whole of the team, this is the season, like you said, that Patrick Mahomes has to prove himself that he's not just a flash in the pan. So, therefore, I think he will be as good, if not better, than he was last year. Like, I, I agree but, with you. Yeah, and, and you think by, by week 10, I've already mentioned that the wide receivers that he's now got. He's got Travis Kelsey, who... He's probably the best tight end in the NFL now. But by week 10, he'll have three running backs because he's, they've signed LaShawn McCoy. Mm. They've got Damian Williams and Kareem Hunt, who was let go last season by the Chiefs. He'll be back by week 10. So all of a sudden, you've got three starting caliber NFL running backs ready for the playoffs. Plus the three speedy wide receivers. Plus Travis Kelsey. Plus Patrick Mahomes. All the best. Trying to slow that team down. All the best. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So and, then, and then you put in... You, you have that over there with Patrick Mahomes. Then you go to Los Angeles and Jared Goff just got paid. Yeah. Paid. Wow, yeah. A quarterback who... Uh, here's the first swear word of the brand new season of season three on the fumble. We witnessed it ourselves. I mean, all right, I saw four of him because I was on the Bud Lights. And you were staying sober at the Super Bowl, Darren. But we saw Jared Goff absolutely shit himself against the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. See, I, 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 I wouldn't quite go with that description. <laughs> he was very nervous. I think he was totally confused. 
Yeah. I think Bill Belichick, as he always does, generated a game plan where that guy realised that he'd still got a lot to learn. Yeah. But he's just and been I, paid, Darren. He has just been handed a whole wedge of cash. I would have liked to have seen the Super Bowl played out, though, with Cooper Cup mm. healthy and Todd Gurley fully healthy. I, I think that... I'm looking at two key weapons on the Rams' offense, just kind of going back to February and saying, look, you know, he maybe had to shoulder a bit more of the load against that Patriots team in the Super Bowl than he would have liked to have done. So, but I think they'll, I think they'll bounce back. A lot, a lot, a lot of people saying that the Rams will bounce back. They're saying that they'll yeah. do well, but we've, we've, we've seen it in the past that when a, a starting quarterback does get that iconic status, money does get paid from the franchise. Sometimes the weight on their shoulders of being that stud, being the guy who's getting all the Benjamins, weighs too heavy on the right or left shoulder you, though, of the let, quarterback. Let, let, but, because yeah, look at what let, happened to Flacco. Look at what happened I, to Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, but I think I think I think from Flacco's perspective, that's a, that's a, that's an age thing. That's a time thing. You know, Flacco's been in the league double-digit years now. You know, Flacco's mm. got tread on the tires, miles on the clock. Tannehill never had the talent that, that Jared Goff has. But I, I, I was reading a bit about this and listening to one or two podcasts about the contract status of one or two players in the NFL. And there's been a load of discussion this week about whether the Cowboys should have given Zeke Kelly at 90 million. We'll wait and see whether that's a good contract or a bad one, knowing how easy it is for a running back to wear down or, or, or get a, a career-changing injury. But from a Jared Goff perspective, I was listening to Colin Cowherd, who broadcasts his uh, daily show from L.A. And he said he, he's totally off the radar in Los Angeles. He said, I've been working here doing this program, mixing with these guys ever since Jared Goff's been in the league. He said, I've never seen him. Never seen him in a restaurant, never seen him in a bar. You just don't see him. Lives and breathes football. Season works in the facility, watches film, does what he has to do. They say you never see him. So if that is the case, you would think that there's a fair chance that he'll be able to sign the mega books contract, which he's done, and it not change the character. And I think that's what they're banking on. That's probably why they've done it so soon. But he was saying, you just don't see this guy out and about. He, 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 he lives for the game. And, and if that's the case, that's a good thing for yeah, him. I respect that. I respect yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So what about these predictions? Let, let, let's, I don't think we're going to go... We're not going to have a big sit-down bore-off. No. We? We're just going to kind of No, say, that's not what we're about. That's, that's no, why we hope people... We're going to do the divisions. We're going to say we're going to win each division and we're going to give the, the Super Bowl, aren't we? Yeah, because I think that's... We're not going to bore everybody to death. No, we're not. We're not, you know, we're not a facts and we're not a stats podcast. We just you don't it feel the need to sit there for a minute and describe the Indianapolis Colts to me, do you? Oh, you don't behave, need to do that. Behave yourself. And then, and then throw it back to me to do the Tennessee Titans. All right, well, I'll tell you what, let's what we'll do. Let, let's start there. Let's start in the AFC South, Darren. All right. We, the big shock news was Andrew Luck's retirement. Andrew Luck's yeah, retirement easy. due to constant injury. He just yeah. couldn't take it anymore. He'd fallen out of love with the game. And you know what? I totally respect his decision. I think your own personal, physical, mental health is better than standing on the gridiron and taking an absolute pounding uh, and just thinking, what is... What's what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. So big fella, you can't play this sport if you if you don't if you aren't completely invested. You can't you can't you can't trick it. You can't fool it. You can't. You can't fake it. No. You're, you're either all in or you're all out. And yeah. I think if, if that's the way he feels, fair play. Now, the AFC South, uh, for anyone English listening to this podcast, knows that it's quite a special division for us because it's got the Jaguars in it. And we've always said from, from year one... You, don't yeah. and puff just yet, I, Darren. Uh, we, we've said from year one <laughs> that we will show uh, a little bit of bias towards the Jacksonville Jaguars. And no, we were talking I, 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 in the car on the way can, here. You can, you and, can. There, and that, that's what—that's the reaction I got from Darren when I said to yeah. him, "Darren, we've got to get, we've got to pump some blood into the uh, into the Jags." And he went, "You're joking, you right? You can." <laughs> no, no. Just explain to the Fumbleites how you described the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. Yeah, so I, we had a chat about this, didn't we? Because uh, I know people think it's just thrown together, but there is an element of preparation sometimes. <laughs> so we chatted about this, and I said to you, I, I would go as far as to say, I think that this might be the most talented shite roster <laughs> in the history of the NFL. And by that, I mean that I can't recall a team. Every now and again, you get one that, that goes into a season, you think they can win a Super Bowl and they stink. But they tend to rebound. This team has had so many top 10 draft picks who individually perform really well. 
Jalen Ramsey might well be the best corner in the league. Miles Jack is a rapidly emerging inside linebacker. Leonard Fournette on his day is as good as any back in the league. They've got a lot of players in key positions who are high draft picks. All along the defensive line, they've got guys that can rush the passer. Yet as a group, as a team, they just consistently underachieve. You know, last season was supposed to be one of the all-time great defences. It stunk. They couldn't stop anybody. Yet individually, it was as talented a group as there is in the whole of the NFL. And I look at this, these guys and think, they've been like that for four or five years. They've got one playoff trip. And I've got news for them. They're not going back this year either. So I look at that group and I think it's such a shame because they draft talent just doesn't work, whether it's character, whatever it is. I think they are one of the most underachieving NFL teams that I've watched in terms of ability in the locker room and on the practice field not translating itself to kickoff time on Sunday. I just, I, I just can't work it out. All right, so AFC South, Darren, you're saying Jaguars are going to finish last? Last, yeah. Who's going to finish top? The Houston Texans win the division by two or three games. Both those teams coming to London, of course, Texans and the Jags. And it will be a Texans win. The Texans signing Laramie Tunsil to play left tackle is huge. If they can keep Deshaun Watson healthy, they've got a chance to win a Super Bowl or certainly get there. Do you think they'll miss Clowney going to Seattle? No. I don't, no, I don't, not at all. He's never had 10 sacks in a season. Do you know that? Yeah. Never reached 10 sacks in an individual season. It's funny. It's, oh, it's interesting you should say that because I think his career was made off one hit in college. Exactly. And, and th- this is the same draft where they chose to take Clowney over Khalil Mack. Wow. So Clowney went first. I think Mack went four or five to the Raiders. And, the, and, the, the, and the, wise, the wise men... Going into the draft, we're saying Max the better player. But he was from an unfashionable college. Clowney'd had the big hit on national TV that you're talking about. Texans took him. He cannot hold a candle to Khalil Mack. <laughs> so, how did that work out? And Deshaun so Watson, me, we're about to do our fancy draft tonight. Deshaun Watson is ooh. in the top three. Top two, some Se- might say, yeah, of draftable second quarterbacks. Second best. Pat Mahomes is the, is the first one. Second one to go off the board should be and will be Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson, absolutely. Interesting. Stuff. So, so I, I'm, I'm all over the Texans in this division. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with you on on the Texans because uh, Deshaun Watson had uh, injury last year, which kind of shattered his dream of. He was playing so well before he went down. Remember the beginning of the season? He was yeah. absolutely flying, and then he went yeah. down, and he's devastated. So he's got some fire in his belly. I think the fact that they're coming to Wem- uh, to London, the fact that we're going to get to see them play uh, with you know one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL, an yeah. absolute unit, an absolute beast, JJ Watt. Uh, I think they're a force to be reckoned with, and I think the 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 Colts' loss of Andrew Luck will be it'll be a turnaround season for the Colts. I think they'll finish. Probably even Stevens with a 50% record mm. uh, because it's going to be tough losing your starting quarterback. Right, let's go a bit quicker through the rest of them because we did promise people we wouldn't break it down too yeah, much. We did. Now All right, now fire away. AFC like North. AFC North. AFC North. Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm going Ravens. Pittsburgh. Ravens? Yeah, I'm going Ravens. I'm going Ravens. Be- offense? No, Lamar yes, Jackson? yes. Right. For exactly that reason. Because. Have you been, was, it, was it really hot where you were this summer? And you no, spent Darren. Time in it? Darren. Darren. The most successful of the Harbour brothers, right? He's been in the playoffs more than he's been out the playoffs. And I think he will and his team will design an offence that'll, uh, that'll make their new quarterback, who's got such ability, such ability, uh, he'll make him shine. He really will. No, definitely not. Definitely you watch. Not. You watch. You addition watch. By subtra- addition by subtraction in Pittsburgh. The noise has gone. Yeah, but they've also lost two of their best players, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. They've gone, they're out of there. And and they are the best team in the NFL at drafting wide receivers. Juju Smith-Schuster becomes the number one. James Washington will be a breakout star this year on the other side. He'll be this year's Juju Smith-Schuster. James Conner will carry the ball as effectively for Pittsburgh as Bell did. And they are very much improved on defence. Linebacker, safety, they win the division. 
I can't wait to see the Cleveland Browns explode as well, by the way, because that's going to end in a that's going to end in heartbreak as well. <laughs> There's no way that all those egos in the room are going to get through there. <laughs> Poor old Freddie Kitchens. He, he's going to wish he'd never applied for that job. Odell Beckham Jarvis, loads of talent again, but I, I just see it all coming a cropper, can't you? Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see whether they do get off to a good start. It'll be interesting to see how uh, the sweet, sweet smell of victory translates <laughs> throughout the whole of Cleveland yeah. with regards to its football team because we saw what happened to its basketball team. Um, you know, LeBron left and then that was it, game over. Uh, yeah. But Cleveland, they've had an, an influx of star players. They've got a new head coach. We'll see how all that transpires. Right, moving right. on to AFC West. So- West, cut, easy for me, Kansas City. Um, the Chargers were, were, were my team last year, as you know, but they're not as good this year. They're- this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Lost Derwin James for the bulk of the season. Melvin Gordon's holding out. Tyrell Williams, the third receiver. He's gone to the Raiders. So they're not quite as strong as they were. I think Kansas City are going to be even better I think they win the, the, the division easily. They'd probably get 14 wins. An easy, easy Chiefs. I want the Raiders to do well this year, but I agree with the Chiefs. All right, AFC East. Bills, Patriots. Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Patriots. Jets more competitive, Patriots at a canter. Yeah, I, I can't see the Dolphins doing anything with Fitzpatrick at quarterback. I can see the Dolphins getting the first pick. I think that's what the idea is. Yeah, fair enough. But all, all oh, I can see... Oh, breaking news. Breaking Come. news. This never happens on the podcast. Breaking news. Right, so you just talked about the Raiders. Yeah. It's just broken on Bleacher Report. Yeah. The Raiders plan to suspend Antonio Brown. No! Yeah. So, apparently, Antonio Brown and Raiders GM Mike Mayock got into it on Wednesday, and the team is now planning to suspend AB. (laughs) Breaking news, my friend. Wow. Wow. And what and that's exactly the opposite of what you said about the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Pittsburgh, yeah. All that's gone now. All, All that, that is gone. gone. Yeah. And let's not be honest. Absolutely. Let's be honest. Mike Mayock looks like the kind of guy that you generally don't mess with. Well, yeah. Well, Gruden does as well if you're watching hard knocks. Yeah. If you're with me, Vern, knock on wood. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Right, well, there you go, breaking news, breaking news. Yeah. I, I've no doubt that we, we, you'll have read that prior to us announcing that breaking news. But, yeah, interesting stuff going on well, that, uh, what at it, the it, what, is, what is it now? It, it's, it's 5.37 on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So that has just literally broken on Bleacher Report. Just, just so people don't think they're making it up, these pair of clowns. That is <laughs> the time you can go back and cross that. So the AFC, just to, so we both go Patriots, yep. both go Chiefs, yep. both go Texans. Yep. You go Ravens, I go Steelers. Yeah. Boom. Right. NFC East. NFC East. I'm going Cowboys. Are you? Closely followed by Eagles. I think, I'm going Eagles. I think it's the toss of a coin between the Eagles and the Cowboys. But you said it earlier on. Ezekiel Elliott's got a full strength offensive line. They've brought in a couple of wide receivers to help Dak Prescott, who you claim is probably one of the least accurate quarterbacks in the league. He is. But uh, I'll tell you something, he, that they are 7-2 and two as a team with Amari Cooper. Mm. So following the Amari Cooper trade, they went 7-2. and two. Yep. They're better on that side of the ball as well, Vern. They've got Randall Cobb now as well yep. to play in the slot, who's an upgrade on Cole Beasley. The offensive line is as healthy as it's been for about three seasons as well. So, And we know they can rush the passer on defense. I just think the Eagles have maybe got the best roster in the whole of the NFL. The one game uh, I'm looking forward to, or the two games that I'm looking forward to in uh, in that division is 
Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley. Cowboys away, Cowboys at home. How those two matchups transpire. Because on anyone's fantasy draft, Barkley is top. He's the number one running back. He followed, is. followed by Zeke. Zeke. Uh, so we'll see how that kicks off. I can't see the Raiders doing... Uh, sorry, the Redskins doing anything. No, nor me. Nor me. God bless them. Right, so that's so we, we kind of split there. Cowboys and Eagles. Eagles. In the north, I'm going to go Chicago. Oh, cheeky Darren! All right, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Bears as well. Let's move yeah. on. Let's leave that there, okay? Because you okay. know what I'm going to say about the Bears. Yeah. We'll leave that okay. for a little bit later. South. So I'm going to go Atlanta. I'm going to go Panthers. Right. All oh, right. Okay. I think that's one of those where if I said to you, Carolina will be eleven and five, or the Saints will be eleven and five, or the Falcons will be eleven and five, you'd go, "Yep, yeah, I can see that." Yeah, I think that's a stick. You stick your finger in the air and pick one. Yeah, I, I can't see Tampa Bay doing anything, but I think any of the other three. No, but can, I would like to see that. how Tampa Bay perform with Bruce Arians as head coach because I think if he yeah. can get um, Jameis Winston, if he can stop him being daft and doing stupid stuff on the sideline, and and make him focus more, get his full attention into football, then I think he's got a quarterback there that he can work with. Because let's be honest, Bruce Arians has been around football a long, long time. He knows what he needs from his quarterback. So. I think I'm going to put my neck on the line. I think that is the toughest division in the whole of the NFL. Ooh. Ooh, I think I might go AFC North. But Falcons, Panthers, Saints, three of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, Steelers, Ravens, Browns. Yeah, fair enough. All right, I'll give you that. I'll are you confident just, just before we close the door on that one? Are, you you're obviously confident in Cam Newton being okay then. No, I'm confident in Christian McCaffrey running the right. rock like okay. for more than six yards per carry. Right. Uh, because okay. well, I, I need think... to. If, if there's anything wrong with Cam, he'll have to. Won't exactly. Right. What, okay. Exactly. One hundred percent. But I think that they've strengthened the wide receiver depth chart at the Carolina Panthers. The defense is pretty decent. Everyone's healthy, and our boy F. A. Obada is propping up the defensive ends. Uh, congratulations again to him for making the team. I'm sure we'll have a chat with him when they we come will. to London as well. And we, should also, the... we should also doff our caps to the Falcons. Uh, Jack Crawford, as always, on the defensive line for the Falcons. Adam Dirty, linebacker's assistant coach, uh, former London Warrior, representing the UK for the Falcons. Right, Darren, here we go. Super Bowl oh, in the, Miami. The, 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 the West. The West. Oh, the, the West. West. Sorry, the shine West. on. Sorry, yeah, sorry. West. Apologies. Yeah, the West. The, the Rams. All Rams right. in the West. Uh, Rams in the West. Yeah, I'm going Rams. Yeah. However, curveball coming your way, Darren. Strap yourself in. Go on. I'm going to go closely followed yeah. by the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I think we'll find out this year whether Garoppolo is a, a top-tier NFL quarterback or not. This will be the year when we'll find out. I loved his explanation as to why he had a shocking game in preseason. He said, you know what, it's preseason. I can test things. I can try things. I can see whether if I give the, the, the football more revolutions by flicking my finger and creating more spin, whether how farther it goes. Do you know what I mean? He was experimenting in those playoff games, or so he claims. He might just have a bit, bit of good, clue. Good for, good for Jimmy G. Yeah, but uh, we'll good see. Good for Jimmy we'll G. See. So right. Super Bowl then. Super Bowl, here we go. Darren, you and I were sat in the bleachers on the 50-yard yeah. line, fingers crossed, hopefully. Uh, we've just left our holiday in. We're in the stadium. We've got our bets in front of us. What colour does your winning team light up when they score a touchdown? So your Budweiser my, Cup. My, my AFC representative in the Super Bowl is the Kansas City Chiefs. For obvious reasons. Because I've For just said everything I've said earlier about Mahomes. Yeah. I think this is the year. I think they're better on defence as well this year. They've got a new coordinator, Steve Spagnolo, who I know has had one or two troubling times as a coordinator recently, but he's also put together a defence, the famous defence that stopped the Patriots, Eli Manning, Tom Brady, etc. the Helmet Cats. That was a Spagnolo defence. So he's done it in the past. And they, they made the trade to get Frank Clark from the Seahawks, which gives them an excellent pass rusher on the defensive line. Upgrades them a little bit there. So I think they'll be better on defence. And I don't think they need to be very good on defence. They just need to be OK, because they're going to score 30 to 40 points every time they play. And on occasions, I think they'll get past 50. So I think they're just going to blow teams away. And that it goes back right to the top of the podcast. When I, I, when I look at a potential AFC championship game between the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs, how does Brady 
how can Brady fight fire with fire? I know they'll try and play defense, but you can only slow him down enough. And if he's chucking touchdowns and over fist Mahomes, Brady's got to be able to come back. Maybe Gronkowski's out of retirement by then. You don't know. Whether they've made a move, I don't know. But I just look at that and I think the balance tips in, in, in Kansas City's favor because I just can't see New England being potent enough on offense with what they've got now. And that's the asterisk, what they've got now. Belichick by October, it'll, it'll sort of something out, I'm sure. But, but right now. So, that, so the Chiefs for me in the AFC. What about you? I like the Chiefs, but yeah. I think they'll lose in the semi-final. So I think they'll lose in the conference final. If you say Baltimore, I'm putting the phone down. To the Texans. All right, okay. <laughs> I'll stay. Yeah, they'll, they'll lose to the Texans because I, right. I just think that it's time for them to shine. J.J. Watt, he's coming to the You've twilight the years. Of his... the Texans in the Super Bowl? In the Super Bowl, yeah. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Big call, Vern. See, this is why you're here. I know. No, I, it is You've a big got call. Big hairy ones from Bolton, right out. Yeah, of it is. It is a big one, but I think. Yeah. You've got the fire in Deshaun Watson's belly from last year being injured. You've got JJ Watt coming into his twilight oh, years. Two it. two big leaders. They've got a great stadium. They've got a fab fan base, and I think if they can get into the. The playoffs, I think they're gonna they're gonna get on that horse and ride it out to Texas all the way straight down to Miami. Love it. So what about your NFC? Bernie, my, I went first in the AFC. Right. NFC. It's yes. a tough one. All right. On. Because we've got some big hitters. The Cowboys, we talked about. We talked about the Rams. We talked about the 49ers sneaking up closely behind the Rams. We talked about the Bears, the Lions, the Packers. We didn't really talk about them. We just talked about the Bears. And we talked about that tough division, NFC South. I think the NFC Conference Final will be between the Atlanta Falcons or the Carolina Panthers versus the Chicago Bears, who will then go on to Miami. It's a bold, brave call, Darren. So so you've got got Bears, Texans. (laughs) Bears, Texans in the Super Bowl. Because I think think the Bears' defence know... We all know it's rated number one. It's one of the best, if not the the best, in the NFL. And if if you place five pounds on that wager, and it comes in, you'll never have to work again because you'll get good odds on that. One hundred percent. One hundred. You'll get really good odds on on a Bears Texans Super Bowl. You get great odds. Yeah, and I think that uh, I think defense wins championships. It's a cliche, but it's a cliche that actually works. So you be you clearly also have a lot of confidence in Trubisky as well, then. Yeah, I think this is his year. This is his time to Do shine. You. I think he's shown glimpses of, of greatness. I genuinely they, believe that. They I love really, the running really back, do. don't they? They're talking up this David Montgomery they got in the draft. And they, yeah. they, they think he's special. Anthony Miller, a year down the line, should be more explosive. I listened to an interview the other night on the radio with Alan Robinson, who says it's the first season for a long time that he's been healthy going into training camp and into the year. So they've got, they've got players that can... That can do it, yeah. But, but also, but also, Darren, let, let let's go back to the very, very, very beginning of the podcast when I did my opening gambit. It's it's 100 years of the NFL. Also, the Chicago Bears celebrate 100 years of their franchise. Now, the Bears are synonymous with the monsters of the Midway. There are so many documentaries out there about that 85 Chicago Bears Super Bowl winning championship side. So many great characters, so many names, so many people went on to to have their bust in the Hall of Fame. I think the weight of that team is so heavy that it needs a character. Maybe it might be Mitchell Trubisky or their, or their head coach to say, listen, why don't we define a generation? Why can't we be that team that says, you know what, Chicago, in the 80s, the back end of the 80s, we were awesome. We were absolutely flying. But no, 2019... Going into, 2020, uh, going into 2020, this is our time. We are going to be the okay. second ever championship-winning side for the Chicago Bears. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go Bears. I'm going to go Philadelphia. I think they'll post the best record in the NFC. I don't think you want to have to go to Lincoln Financial Field and play the NFC Championship game outdoors against Carson Wentz and that team um, in January. So, for me, it's going to be the Chiefs against the Eagles, Andy Reid against his old team. And I'm going to say that this year... Oh, 
This year. This year. This year. It's this tough, year, Darren. This year, the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm going to go back to 13-year-old Vernon Kay, and I'm going to say, I think the Chicago Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. It's a brave, right. bold move. The odds are against me. The pundits are against me. All the facts and stats are against me. But I just think for them to do it in their 100th year, get that chip off the shoulder about the monsters of the midway, I think this is their year. This is their time to shine. It's going to be absolutely sensational. Darren, I know why you can't wait, my friend, because it's the Fletcher Derby. Uh, we mentioned it earlier on with our, our executive producer, Simon Cross. You were a Chicago Bears fan, but then you were twisted by the arm of, well one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play, Aaron Rodgers, because he yeah. was such a beautiful, wonderful person. He convinced you to be a, a Green Bay Packers fan. Yeah, it's, it's always a difficult conversation for me to have. <laughs> it really is. For the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, he can't speak. <laughs> it's, it's, one, it's one that I just can't win. Whichever way I go, I can't win. That's hilarious. What do you think? I wonder whether we should kind of say, look, because I like both of them, Whoever wins tonight, I'll go. Or whoever loses tonight, get tonight to work out which way I'm going to go during the season. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. <laughs> so no. what do I do? Do, do, I, do I do I root for the one that loses or the one that wins after tonight for the rest oh, of the way? That's too funny. That's what do you too. Think? Yeah, do it. So, no, you, right. you can't. You can't do that, Darren. You can't do that. No, I can. I will. I'm prepared to do it. But I, I, you, you've got to. You've got to decide which way I go. Do I? Is it whoever wins tonight out of those two, I go with them? Or is it the one that loses tonight, I've got to go with them? I think you go with the one that wins. Go with okay. the Bears. So if, if the Packers win, I've got to go with them then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So there's lots at stake now. There's lots so, at stake. Lots at stake. So to sum it up, you're going Bears over Texans yep. in Miami, and yep. I'm going Chiefs over Eagles in Miami. Yes. Yeah, we've never been more split. It's it, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be brilliant. It's gonna be brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Right, I've got Chicago Bears sixteen to one, Darren. Have you? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I tell you what I did the other day. Now, I don't know if I changed some of these, but I, I've actually had a bet. You know, I did an acker for the year, and it pays over nine grand. Really? For twenty quid? Yeah. Nice. Of all the divisions, just all the divisions. Oh, that's good. So all eight divisions. So I did the uh, the ACA, New England, Pittsburgh, Houston, Kansas, Philly, Chicago, Atlanta, and the Rams. The ones I've just done there, right? Yeah. My twenty pound stake, if all of those teams win the division, wins nine thousand one hundred ninety four pound sixty two. Wow, that's good. It's down. It's on. That is awesome. It's on. I like that. Very good. Yeah, it's on. It's Very on. good. It's on. It's on. So we're going to do this all the way through the year. We're going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to try and get a few more guests on this year, aren't we? We're going to try and speak to the English lads a little bit or the Brits abroad. We're going to try and get the boys on, aren't we? Yeah, I think that there's no such a huge presence in the NFL from the UK boys. You know, you've got the, the Scottish Hammer at the Cleveland Browns. You've got former uh, London Warrior Tiggies at the Cleveland Browns as well on the practice squad. We've got FA at Carolina. We've got Jack Crawford. We've got Adam Durdy at Atlanta. We've got the young lad at Pittsburgh. We've got uh, the young kid at Baltimore. They're everywhere. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're breeding out. Yeah, we, we've, got, we've, got, we've got companies literally fighting with each other to sponsor us as well. And rightly, mad, so. Really. and rightly so. And rightly so. And let's be honest, Darren, we need someone to pay for our Super Bowl trip because that Bud Light isn't cheap in the stadium. Yes, but also it, it might well just get us over there to do a little special midway through the season as well. Yeah, I would love that. Where we that. can share experiences with our audience. Yeah, exactly. And, and this year we will pull off uh, pre-drinks, if you're not working, pre-drinks with some of the Fumbleites uh, prior to either a Tottenham or Wembley game. Yes. I, I think, you know what we said, what you're looking forward to most this year? I, I kind of miss what I'm looking forward to most this year. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to most going to Miami for the Super Bowl at the end of the year. I mean, that's kind of the, the, the best weekend of the year. Um, but I'm really, really, really looking forward this year to seeing the Bears and the Raiders play at Tottenham. I can't wait to see an NFL game in that stadium. And I've always had a soft spot for the Raiders. I think, I think, I think most people in, in, in Britain have got a soft spot for the Raiders. You see as much Raider merchandise as, as any... American 
sports team, I think. Um, again, it goes back to the halcyon days in the 80s where it was Marcus Allen and Howie Long and all these guys. But yeah. I think, so I've always had a real soft spot for the Raiders. And I love to read books and watch documentaries about the Raiders because there's just so many characters down the years. And obviously Chicago, that was you know, the, the team that got me into the NFL. So to see those two come and play against each other, I, I actually don't know whether I can earn enough money between now and then to pay for the merchandise I'm going to get on the day. I, I don't know whether I can scrape together enough money to take that day because I'll probably buy one of everything. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be my version of the January sales. Well, tonight, so, Darren, I'm, I'm going to pay a visit to the NFL store within the Tottenham uh, official you? merchandise store because are it's you? the official NFL launch of the season they're having a little bit of a soiree in the changing rooms or down there at white Hart lane so our exec producer simon cross from shooting shark productions we're going to go down there after this in my electric jaguar ipace okay. what a car by the way that's a different oh, podcast altogether yes. uh, we're going to go down there and we're going to soak it up it's going to be absolutely awesome so excited well, uh, I, was, I was i was invited and was hoping to come with you but i've just flown back in today from portugal i was out there playing steven gerrard's uh, golf day, which he does for charity every two years, Who won? the Stephen Gerrard uh, Foundation. Not me. Right, fair enough. Not me. Um, it, the, the cry went up at about hole 10, do you have a wheel brace? And I said, why? To put the wheels back on, because they oh. were off at that stage. So I can't be with you tonight, but I'm, I'll be there in spirit. Trying to work out whether to stay up and watch it or watch it tomorrow morning. I no, watch that. it tomorrow morning. Watch it tomorrow morning. Yeah. Because tonight... Yeah. Well, no, actually, you can watch it tonight because, you, you you know, it's the draft and you're going to have a shocker, so... Oh, no, we, yeah, no we gotta, we're going to talk about it before we finish because we've got the draft. The, the, the league... If memory serves me correctly, and you might need to check this, the league I won last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I've got to pick last tonight. Yeah. But I've already, I've already done one draft, you know. Right. So, the Hooters League yeah. drafted on... Uh, Sunday. Yep. So in that league, I'll, I'll tell you what I ended up with. So I took, I was picking fourth. So I took Zeke Elliott at four. He was yep. still there. Yeah. In the second round, I took Leonard Fournette. Nice. In the third round, I took Patrick Mahomes. Oh, what? Yeah. And then I filled out the team. I, I can't remember the order then, but I, my, my wide research. So, so my starting lineup for this week in this league is Patrick Mahomes, Zeke Elliott, Leonard Fournette, three wide receivers, Mike Williams of the Chargers, Tyler Boyd of the Bengals, Robbie Anderson of the Jets, Hunter Henry at tight end, Jets defense against Buffalo, and then the Dallas kicker. And on the bench, I've got Jarvis Landry, Daryl Henderson, James Washington, Emmanuel Sanders, um, Ronald Jones at Tampa Bay, and the Steelers defense. I so, I'm Jarvis Landry there, my friend. Do you think? With, do. with, with Be- who, though? Well, yeah, that's a good question. But I would put Mike him in Williams there. is going to get most of the catches. In, and Tyler Boyd's going to get all of them because AJ Green's out. Yeah. And Robbie Anderson's the number one. What I'm thinking is, how they've got to throw the ball to Njoku. They've got to throw it to Odell Beckham. Yeah, yeah, all right. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm yeah. a little bit, yeah. And yeah. He, I always find with Landry, he's a bit touchdown dependent. He gets loads of catches, but very rarely catches a touchdown. Nick Chubb's pretty good out the backfield as well. He is. So, so that's my team. So I, I, I really like it. There was a bit of consternation in the room when I took my homes in the third round. People said it was too high. No. What was his average last year? 27.9 points or something like that? Something, something silly. Yeah, something silly like that. Yeah, yeah but, the, but if you have a quarterback that can do that, that's going to make up for your lacking points, at, let's say your flex or your kicker or your defence. Those players that generate big numbers often make up for the crap that you've had to pick in the later rounds. Exactly. So, so tonight, the draft order, you're picking... I'm uh, eighth. Crossy's picking second, because he was that bad last year. Hang on a minute. So, Didn't we, in year one, you would first pick Simon, and you picked David Johnson? Yeah. He's got, <laughs> yeah, he's picking second tonight, and then his lad, Michael, is picking third. <coughs> so it's not... It's not <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm a gra- I'm, what a great year last year in the cross household with a fancy. Where are you, then? I'm eighth, and then 14th. Right, yeah, overall, fourteenth overall. Uh, I'm so, not actually picking last because we have got a new team in the league this year. Yeah. So because he's come in, he's got to pick last. So I get to pick eleventh. So, so uh, let, let's have a. Uh, we, you and I, have very open and honest. Even though we're in the same league, we have very open yeah. and honest fantasy yeah. football chats. Yeah. Right? What do you yeah. think is the key, just quickly, well, to a I successful think, draft? 
I think it depends where you pick. So I think if you're picking high up in the in the, in the first round, go for the. You've got to get. You've got to get one of the stellar running backs. Yeah. So you, you're looking at Saquon. You're looking at Zeke, Christian McCaffrey. These guys. I think if you drop to the bottom end of the of the of the, 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 uh, the first round, the players there that are the best value are probably the wide receivers. Mm. So you're probably looking there thinking, right, I'll get the best wide out. And you might go back-to-back wide outs. And in the third round, you're looking at the next tier down of the running backs. You know, yeah. uh, maybe uh, Josh James at the Raiders. Yeah. Um, maybe the, the, the Minnesota running back, Dalvin yeah. Cook. Yeah. These kind of guys. But I think your strategy is dependent on, on where you pick. Because I think if you... I'm picking 11. If I pick a running back at 11... You're not going to get a good a, one. No, there'll be a better wide receiver for 11. Yeah. So, I think that'll be my strategy later. That I, I, You know what? I might even take a tight end with a swing pick. Because I think if you're going to draft Travis Kelsey, he'll be gone by the end of the second round. 100%. So, I might look and go, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get the best receiver in the draft available at that time. Mm. And I'll get the absolute best tight end in football at that stage. Which by rights, should then give me an advantage in the tight end position over anybody else. Yeah. Then when I go to pick again, I'm thinking, now, I've got two picks pretty much back-to-back again. I've got to get one running back here. And then you might roll the dice on Mahomes if he's there, Deshaun Watson if he's there. Then you look and you're thinking, right, I've got a top wide receiver. I've got Travis Kelsey. I've got a really good running back, and I've got Pat Mahomes. At that stage, you've got four players. You're thinking, well, I'll take that most weeks. Mm. Are, you, yeah. are you looking at anybody particular where you are? I, I'm 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 looking. Uh, Who would you like to get at number eight? At number eight, I would go for either Julio. Yeah. Or. Yeah, uh, I think you're in that wide receiver territory. Aren't you? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Julio Jones or your man. Uh, Hopkins. Yeah. If he's still there. If he's still there. But then, like, if you go, well, I want to go running back. You then, I think, after even up to eight, you're looking at second tier running backs. You're not looking at a running back that's going to get you over 25 points per game. I agree. And I'd also say that over the course of a season, that position's so attritional that you can pick up really good running backs on waivers. Exactly. And also, like I think I'm I'm 8 and 14 overall, I think it is. So I'm right. I'm seriously considering Paddy Mahomes at 14. At 14. Yeah, well, because he because he won't be there by the time you pick again. Exactly. So I listen to all these podcasts and they say, oh, no, he's gone too high. Well, he's, he's not because if you don't take him there, you can't have him. If you want that player in your team, you've got to take him yeah. where your pick is. You yeah. can't gamble. No. So I, I, that, I don't, that's not a bad pick. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, he's going to be the highest point scorer, isn't he? Yeah, 100%. In fantasy, And then I think, you're right, you know, running backs will go down injured, we know that. And if you can can make, if you can fill your team, see, because I'm not drafting then until something stupid like 28. So all the tight ends are gone. All the decent running backs are gone. All the decent wide receivers. So I'm, apart from, my first two top tier picks are going to be 8 and 14. And then after that. They've got to be game changers, those two. Those two have got to be game changers. 100%. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the rest of it, I'm going to struggle with the rest of it. At what stage this year will you take your kicker? Because I've learned my year, lesson. You're talking about the fourth round. After year three, I've learned my lesson. I don't give <laughs> a flying <laughs> a flying dog turd about kickers, <laughs> and I don't give a flying dog turd about defenders uh, defenses. Well, they change, I think don't they? They, they do. And also, That's I yours. think that what you've got to do when it comes to fantasy about your kicker and your defense is you you play those week by week. You look at who's playing whom. You're always looking at the opposition. Do you know what I mean? Because if you yeah. if, if, look for the weak offence. If, if you see, right, hang on a minute, Detroit Lions, let's say they have a weak offence this year. Who are they playing? And that defence is available, go get it if it's out there. You know? Yes, I, I, I would agree with that. So now I I, I'm, I'm going to play kicker and defence week by week. I don't care. I'm just going to draft. Like it, where I am, I need a high tier quarterback and I need a high tier running back or wide receiver, and then the rest I'm on tier two or three for everyone else. All right, Darren, we'll leave fantasy there because we've not drafted and we can't predict yet because we don't know who we're playing with. We'll, uh, we'll break the teams down next week, mine and yours. We'll break the teams down. Definitely. We'll have a look at that. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, uh, Super Darren, Bowl picks are in. Super Bowl picks are in. You can go and bet your house on that. Yep. Division <coughs> winners are in. Bet your house on that. And there's a lot at stake now, Bears-Packers tonight, to work out where I'm going to go for the rest of the year. Who Darren is going to follow. All right. (laughs)
Good luck to uh, our fellow podcasters, uh, in particular Neil Reynolds and the boys at Inside the Huddle. Uh, good luck this weekend, Neil. We will be tuned in. Uh, it's between you and the handsome Scott Hansen. Ooh, yeah. On Red Zone. Yes. Uh, Darren, as always, I'll, a pleasure. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll have a bit of both, I think. Bit of yeah. both. Been a Neil, bit of Scott, bit of Neil, bit of Scott. Looking forward to the banter flying in our WhatsApp group for the Fantasy Football League this year. Uh, this has been a Shooting Shark production. Thank you very much for tuning in. Remember, if you like us, rate us, subscribe. Uh, and if you've got any questions, you know where we are on Twitter. We're out there on Instagram as well. Use all our social networks to get in touch. We love your questions uh, because, believe it or not, there are some very, very intelligent people lurking around on social media. Uh, and we love it. So thank you very much. We will see you the same time, same place next week. Darren will decide whether he's a Bears or a Packers fan. We'll talk about our draft and we will literally summarise week one, season 100 of the NFL, season three of the football. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great journey wherever you're going, whatever you're doing. And Darren, love you and leave you, buddy. Ta-ta. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 